<laughs> and, oh, are you ready? All right. Welcome to episode five of the Lorenz and Friends podcast. I am joined by my good cohort, Lucrezia Mazzotto. Uh, Luca is joining us for episodes five and six. We are going to celebrate Groundhog Day the right way. Yes. <laughs> and when I say celebrate Groundhog Day, I mean cry because... Like, what, six more weeks of yep, winter? Yep, yep. I'm sure you guys covered that over at NBC Connecticut. Oh, probably. Even though I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. If you are tuning in, you better be. Uh, we've been on the air for a month. It's hard to believe. It's going to be a month on the 6th. Thanks. Um, <laughs> we're still going strong, kind of. Uh, Luca, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> That's our catchphrase. So, it is, really. Um, <laughs> Got to come up with a new one. But oh. <laughs> I work at NBC Connecticut and um, as a video editor. Um, and, well, the night shift. So it's like, you know. I she, she works... <laughs> like with the farmers oh. she gets up with the farmers is what i meant to I say i do yeah that um <laughs> early morning bird gets the worm whatever thing <laughs> and she likes to eat worms shift. oh yeah definitely <laughs> um gotta get that protein somehow um she's like a fish <laughs> oh god so it's like we met at university of harford like megan and i did oh yeah film i actually i met you first because we had uh, intro to film together. Mm -hmm. And I remember my first impression of you when you walked in was, I bet she's a psychopath. <laughs> I was not wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> that was a fun class. Although you, it's sad that you missed the, the best film of the semester because you slept in. The rear Italian window. One? Oh no! Oh, oh no! It was not. I slept in. Oh wait, I did. Yeah, oh, I almost forgot about yeah. that. Mm -hmm. it's a good always one. There's always, fun. yeah. There's always a surprise. That's yeah. your other catchphrase. <laughs> there's always a surprise, and oh, that is interesting. true. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to waste too much of your time. We are going to jump into our first prank call. Hello, is this? Yes, who am I speaking to? My, my name is Rick Parkins. I heard you are the horse whisperer. What do you mean by that? One of my friends gave me your number because I'm trying to get horseback riding listens and she said you are the best person to go through because you tell the horses your secrets. Well, listens would not be for me, uh, but for my grandma. She just turned 105 and we completely fucked up her birthday we ordered an uber to take her to the carnival but the driver ended her ended up dropping her off at the morgue instead she is so decrepit that they thought she was the she was giving them a corpse so they were about to embalm her good thing her pacemaker started electrocuting her 
that's how they were able to figure out she was still alive. Back in her day, that was the only transportation. Yes. Last week when we celebrated Granny's birthday with her delicious prune juice cake and she was blowing out the candles, she told us that her wish was to be a horse. She has always wanted to be a horse ever since she was a little girl. Probably because her parents made her sleep underneath their big legs in the barn every night. Oh, they they were massive like trees. But she has been getting in so much trouble this week. You see, I run a halfway house for mental patient fugitives. And she has been neighing at them every day. She even told one of them, Jimmy, to get on her back. She started galloping around the room and... <laughs> It was all fun and games until she opened her legs and started shitting all over the floor. <laughs> you alright? are you alright? She just knew. <laughs> Granite is okay now. After we sedated her, she woke up and asked for the lessons. But we must be very careful. Because as much as she loves the horsies, she is also deadly traumatized by them. Many, many, many years ago, she was riding a horse in a competition named Secretariat. She was competing against all the greats. I think that was the year Johnny Appleseed won first prize. She was trying to get Secretariat to go faster. But it had fibromyalgia. <laughs> yes, because Secretariat got so mad that he started yelling at her. Then he bucked her off into a puddle of mood and kicked her in the teeth, and now she only has the top one left. She should be alright as long as the others behave themselves. That is actually the main reason I'm calling. As I mentioned earlier, a band of mental patients who escaped the Thelco Mental Hospital live with me and Grandma in our wonderful home in the woods. I must warn everybody whenever I bring them on little excursions such as this one. They are usually angels, when we remember to provide them their medication. However, when we forget, which is more often than not, you better run. Can you please tell me your horses are fast? Yeah, 
Good. I was trying to keep Granny's birthday party a secret from them because I knew they would insist upon coming. Somehow, word spread amongst them, and now they are all clamoring to come and watch her at the, com the county fair last year. They all got so blown away by the horse show that they ran out and started chasing the horses for a good old-fashioned game of pin the tail on the donkey. To this day, I'm not sure how they got those large needles. Don't you worry, I've already picked out the best behaved ones, though that's not saying much. The ones who come will be handcuffed to me the whole time, so the worst they can do is run their big mouths. That that does bring me to my next warning. Some of the inmates love my grandma very seriously, like they have mass massive crushes on her old saggy ass, and it's a little disturbing, but some of them hate her guts. Do not be surprised if you hear some of the fugitives screaming for the horse to throw her off of its back. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Sandra. She is the only female that lives in our house and is arguably the worst of the group. She was a serial killer of the praying mantis, which is what got her locked away because no one understood why she was getting rid of him. Sandra will be coming because she won Pictionary last night and that was the grand prize. When you meet Sandra, you might change her mind because she is intimidated by all women. She has the heights for Jimmy, who happens to be Grandma's biggest suitor. She gets very profane, especially because Grandma will probably start riding the horse seductively. I cannot promise all of her clothing will stay on. And the second Sandra realizes that she's trying to get Jimmy all excited she will, she will probably start throwing every curse word at her known to mankind. She needs to stay handcuffed, otherwise she might try and trip the horse just so that Granny goes down too. <laughs> I would sincerely prefer that if she's gonna do all that. I, I don't think she should come at all. But she won Pictionary. Well, actually, I think it'd be better if you just put it to Grandma and she'll be the one that's getting I think that would be, that would actually be worse for all of us. Um, you see, the state will not permit me to leave them by themselves at home. Last time I did that, they invited the bears from the forest inside. Granite and I returned home to find three grizzly bears in our living room, eating the coffee table. Thank God only one of them was angry. 
it would have been worse if all three had mauled us. Well, I should say mauled Granny. I ran away like a motherfucker. What was what was that? I couldn't hear you. Oh no no no! <laughs> yep yep yep! No 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 no! That would truly be asking for Armageddon to come upon us. The first babysitter we got is currently committed to a different mental institution, and she hasn't spoken a word since. Nobody knows what actually happened that day. The second sitter went missing. We have no earthly idea where she is, but every time we try and question the little shits, Sandra starts laughing diabolically. As for our most recent, the poor lady tried to get them to play freeze tag. Somehow she ended up getting suspended upside down from the treehouse they built out of twigs. Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, how upset would the horse be if Granny's wig fell off and landed on his mane? Uh, before we go any further, I just, I have to, I am sad, as we mentioned earlier a little bit, that the groundhog saw his shadow. That means six more weeks of winter, and we are living in New England. Although I feel like the South has gotten more snow than we did this year, which is yeah. weird. Mm -hmm. That's really, really weird. We've only gotten like one snowfall. I know. <laughs> so I'm really upset. Yeah. Um, right. A couple of years ago, I think we, it was our sophomore year, the groundhog did not see a shadow. Yeah. So we and that was, yeah, that was, and that was the best semester of school. Yeah. Speaking of which, what if you guys want to hear a funny story, we had a, we took chemistry one year. And we are not chem majors, so we took the non -sci the non science majors version of chem because it is supposed to be easy. But one day, I don't know if I I probably told you the story, but I don't know if you remember it. I was I had to go into the building for some reason. But one day, so I was just walking in the hallway, and I hear footsteps behind me, and I turn my head, and I see our chem professor Marcia like walking towards me like a robot. And then as soon as I saw her, she goes. Like, I thought I was being followed by, like, it was the most terrifying thing. And then she sped up, too. I was like, do I run? Do oh I say hi? God. I ran. <laughs> I mean, you, were, I, you turned around or she was walking? She was I found an exit and me. got out of it. She was coming towards me. <laughs> and I don't know what, like, I think she had, I, like, I think she was malfunctioning or something oh, like that. Me. But. <laughs> I think I saw her when somewhere. I can't remember where. Out in public? I was like, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, on the campus. But oh, like... our school has been at the center of controversy every year that we were there. The first year, it was the uh, racist incident, which made national headlines. And then the second year was the stabbing. Somebody in our major, two people in our major, got stabbed by an actor uh, in the, what they call it, the heart school. That's the acting school we have, or the performing school, I should say, because they do more than acting. Oh, yeah. That was nuts. Film, uh, During the shoot. Mm hmm And then we, our major had a big meeting, like, that went, like, an hour and a half long to oh, yeah. talk about it. I'll never forget that day. And we left screenwriting to go to that. Mm hmm yeah. And that was insane. That also made national headlines. Year three was COVID. I think that made national headlines for every school. Oh, 
And year four was, there was our president uh, announced that we were switching from division one to division three for sports. And that just, that unleashed yeah. a whole level of fury. Especially during graduation. Oh yeah, they booed him during, <laughs> they booed him. Cause we had all, we had pretty much a lot of the athletes in our, well, no, they're well, probably, most of them were probably for ours, the business school. Like, College of Arts and Sciences was the They had a good school. amount. He, they booed him. Oh, yeah. They true. booed him like, we out heard, of the building. Yeah, no, we heard, like, a couple of the boos, at, like, during hours, but, like, the business one was... Yeah, because her, her brother was a business major, same year, so she went to that one, and that was even worse, right? Oh, that one was, yeah. <laughs> Without Speaking of booing, that's not what you're going to be doing for us when we go into our second prank call, <laughs> which is going to feature a new character. Okay. How may I help? Hello. This is Miss Duttle. I'm calling from St. School over in your... How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. How are you? My arthritis is making me tingle all over. My hair is falling out in clumps. And there's a gigantic lump in my mouth that refuses to go away. To answer your question, I've never felt better. <laughs> oh, um, what can I help you with? Yes, well, I'm the principal of a fine Catholic institution here in town. We're throwing a celebration for the entire school because it's the first month in our hundred year history where a student and teacher haven't gotten into a fist fight with one another. Oh, congratulations. Yes, it's truly a milestone. I would like each of my students to enjoy your delectable cupcakes. <laughs> oh, well, I'll be thinking about that. There are 170 students and 30 staff members in total. But don't tell the fire department. We're 75 people over the maximum capacity. <laughs> what? Okay, so... Then that's 200 cupcakes? Um, alright, I'll write that down real quick. 200? Where did you get that number? 170 plus 30? Do you need more? Heavens, no. I only wanted to get 100 in total. I was hoping that I could pair everyone in the building up and cut each of your cupcakes in half. Okay, well, for your information, um, my cupcakes are not that that is quite all right. Many of the children in the student body are on the... <laughs> They're on the rotund side and can afford to shed a couple of pounds. Sadly, we don't have the budget for it, 
we spend all of the children's tuition on the salaries of the teachers who really don't do much because half of them don't even have college degrees. Well, if you order 200 cupcakes, we could definitely work out some sort of, you know, you wouldn't have to pay the normal. Hmm. Let me see what my vice principal, Miss Hoffman, thinks about it. She's my voice of reason. Oh, Miss Hoffman! What is it, Miss Duddle? I'm ordering cupcakes for the teachers and students for our assembly next week to celebrate a full year of having no deaths in the building. <laughs> Do you think everyone should get half a cupcake or a fourth? Me and this young lady are trying to figure out the best way to divide the treats up. way these children act, um, I would only let each of them have a sprinkle. What about the teachers? They're even worse. We should make them eat Brussels sprouts. Ah, okay. You never steer me wrong, Miss Hoffman. Now it's settled. We will just be ordering a pack of sprinkles we will distribute them one per student. <laughs> sprinkles. Um, I don't sell sprinkles. I can I can put them on the cupcakes, but that's the best I can do. Now that I think about it, Miss Hoffman is right. I have a funny feeling that something very bad is going to happen later this week at school. How about we order the cupcakes, and if the students misbehave, we can send them back for a refund. Um, I, I don't accept, I don't accept the back after I deliver them. Fine. We can keep the food and you can just send the money to our school. No, I I don't think you understand. I can't refund you or take the cupcakes back because of health reasons. All of the kids in our school are clean. We make everyone take rabies shots whenever a biting incident occurs on campus. No one's doing part of our company's Miss Doro. I don't think she's comprehending just how in the red we are as a school. Yes, ma'am. Our beautiful school once had its own building. We were so strapped that the archdiocese told us the only way we could stay open was if we allowed outsiders to rent our building. There are 50 people who... Who pay rent to live in our building? Sorry, I get a little upset when I think about it. 
It's quite distracting for the kids when the tenants wake up and start playing video games while their teachers are trying to explain long division to them. <laughs> Don't forget about the ones who cook meth. Don't forget about the ones who cook meth while Miss Greer is teaching chemistry in the science lab. Yes, a few of our second... <laughs> what? Yo, I can't get ready for this one. A few of our second grade students are already in rehabilitation centers to fix their meth addictions. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Huh? That's not even the worst of it. It was costing too much money to keep the bathrooms running, so we had to remove all the toilets and urinals and dig a couple of latrines. But nobody ever cleans them, so we usually take everyone's lunch boxes away and hide them. So there should be no reason anyone has to poop. And we had to sell all of our textbooks, so now we're relying on YouTube videos to teach our students. The teachers play the video games in their phones because the projectors legally belong to the tenants who play their video games. All of our teachers had to take a second job. Most of them are baristas at Starbucks. But a few of us, like Miss Hoffman and myself, are dabbling in sex hotline work. As a matter of fact, I'm getting a call on my burner phone right now. And I think it's my regular who also happens to be one of our teachers. Miss Duddle, how about we offer an alternative form of payment? That's an excellent point, Miley Fox. I mean, Miss Hoffman. Sorry, I keep calling you by your erratic name. That's okay, Cindy Hall. use another form of payment. We can probably steal something valuable from one of the tenants living in the boiler room. There's plenty of meth. And children. Or we could probably manage to grab some acorns from across the street next door while the squirrels are in hibernation. Do any of those deals strike your fancy? Strike your fancy. No, no. They, they don't. Line of the week. Two missing tamarind monkeys found in closet of abandoned home. A pair of emperor tamarind monkeys missing from the Dallas Zoo have been found inside of a closet in an abandoned home. Police say they are searching for a man they believe may have stolen the animals. 
The tamarins were discovered Tuesday evening after investigators received a tip that the monkeys were in, could be inside of a vacant house about 15 miles away in Lancaster, Texas, according to the Dallas Police Department. Dallas Police, with the help of the Lancaster uh, Police Department, located the two missing tamarind monkeys from the Dallas Zoo and an abandoned home in Lancaster. The Dallas Police Department tweeted showing a photo of one of the monkeys inside of the closet. The monkeys have been returned to the zoo. Oh my. <laughs> it's got a big mustache oh, <laughs> or teeth. My mom would love those. <laughs> oh my gosh. Emperor Tamron monkeys would likely stay close to home, the post continued. Uh, based on the Dallas Police Department's initial assessment, they have reason to believe the tamarins were taken. Okay. The monkey's disappearance Monday follows a string of suspicious incidents, including the temporary disappearance of a clouded leopard and the death of a lappet-faced vulture. Oh. Rest in peace, vulture. Earlier this month, a clouded leopard named Nova went missing from her habitat before being discovered unharmed several hours later. Police said that the fencing around Nova's enclosure had been intentionally cut. Hmm. The zoo increased security but lost an animal less than two weeks later when a lappet-faced vulture named Pin died unexpectedly. Circumstances of the death are unusual and the death does not appear to be from natural causes. Given the recent incidents at the zoo, we alerted the Dallas Police Department, the zoo said in a statement. They are really going... And they, I think, I feel like they're doing more of an investigation of this vulture than they do with half the homicides I, in the I United know. States. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Like, they I know really missing persons. A bit yeah. yeah. <laughs> missing person cases that have, like, Jeez. been, that haven't had as much the action. The zoo has got its own serial killer. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my god. <laughs> um... So before we go into our third and final prank call of the show, make sure you follow us at Lorenz and Friends Podcast. TikTok, we have some name. I, I know I keep saying I'm going to put it in the above. I actually am going to this time because I don't know the TikTok name. But follow us on there. Link is in our bio. Um, actually, it's not, but I'm going to put it there. Uh, YouTube, subscribe to us. And we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and YouTube. You can listen to us on any of those. Follow us, subscribe us. Subscribe. Subscribe. subscribe rate, review, give us suggestions, share us with your friends. We want to monetize at some point, and I need followers so I can advertise my book to people when it comes out. So, we are going to do our third and final prank call, as Luca will get the phone ready to call our third victim.
I'm a little bit nervous. The last time I confided in a shrink, she ended up taping everything I said and then put it on YouTube. I was on mute the whole time. <laughs> Sorry. I I think I I sometimes I get delusional and I didn't realize it, but I had walked over to the wall and I was talking to a painting of my wife. I was saying, the last time I confided in a shrink, she ended up taping everything I said and put it on YouTube for the whole world to listen to. It was quite embarrassing because I revealed that that was the session where I confessed that I was in love with my sister. I'm really sorry to hear that. I assure you everything in this conversation will be extremely confidential. Another thing, my old therapist used to scold me whenever I would cry. She would slap me across the face, and then I would cry even more. And then... She'd kiss me on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Wow. Oh, one, one second. Lester is flying through the window. Ah! He's got a snake hanging out of his mouth. Lester, put that down right now, you buffoon. Sally, Sally, what are you, what are you doing with the bow and arrow? You know Lester is scarred by that thing. I'm aiming. For the snake. No! Yes, that was just my imagination. Everything is okay. I became a teenager. I fell into the wrong crowd. 
I became friends with the shoplifters in my high school. After class one day, we went into a sex store and stole $2,000 worth of Jenna Jameson pornography. She's a freaky, freaky woman. I love her. Actually, that's how I met my wife. They were in a film together. Oh my god. Okay. Would you like to tell me a little more about your life? You're interested in watching the film, aren't you? I mean, uh, how's your marriage? If you don't mind Our marriage is wonderful. Every night, my wife and I play hopscotch on top of the bed. Last night, she fell off and cracked her head on the side of the table. There was quite a bit of blood, but she got up right after. Then she passed out again for about 12 hours. I'm pretty sure she's okay, but she was speaking in tongues while she was stumbling around, so I should probably check the tracker I had surgically implanted in her and see where she's wanted off to. Do you have any children? children to be spawned by me because she was afraid that my crazy mother would accuse one of them of being a demon and cast a spell on him or her to be banished for the forest forever. She got pregnant once with an octopus because she accidentally swallowed an egg at the beach one time. She grew to be 500 pounds because the octopus grew to an abnormally large size. Now she's 700 pounds, so I think she's carrying octopus twins. That actually did happen once. Really? Like a woman swallowed an octopus. It was on a TV show. Oh my god. Oh no. Lester does not belong to us. One time we told the mailman that he was our pet. And Lester got so mad that he tried to eat us. He ended up scooping one of my eyeballs out of its socket. But thankfully, that was the eye I was already blind in from the time my old therapist got so mad that she started throwing darts at my face. Because when our neighbor found out that the groundhog was 
paralyzed but probably deceased. He pointed at us and screamed, MURDERERS! At the top of his lungs, and his posse of friends all started chasing us with pitchforks, corn rakes, and lit torches. Honestly, no, I'm still stressing so bad about that. Groundhog Day really isn't a serious holiday. These predictions aren't even science. What? Yeah, there really isn't even much science behind it. But Groundhog Day is supposed to be the most magical day of the year. This is when we find out how many days are left until the end of the world. Episode 5. She will be back for episode 6, which we are about to record. Um, so you'll see her again next week if you tune in, which you better. So, any closing thoughts? Happy Groundhog Day. Happy Groundhog Day. We are not having a good Groundhog and Day. Lester. It's Lester. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be too. I didn't want to strain my voice because the next episode, pre sneak preak for next week, we've got Rose coming back, so I've got to get into my smoker mode. Oh my god! But join us next week. We're gonna have another Norm call. Don't want to miss it. Thank you for watching again, and tune in next week's Lawrence and Friends podcast.